0: Greetings, everyone, in the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Uh, Welcome to our visitors again. Um, Okay, so we don't have much time, so we'll try and keep this uh, very short. So if you have your Bibles with you, if you wouldn't mind turning to uh, Luke 10, verses 38 to 42. Luke 10:38-42 Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Amen. So this is a a quite popular story. It's a very familiar story. I'm sure everyone here has read the story of Mary and Martha. It's about two sisters. And um, those who are familiar with the story also know that Mary and Martha are in John 11. So John 11 is Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. So Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. So that's where they're... They're in a few other places as well in the Bible. So these siblings are actually considered close friends of Jesus. Jesus mentions in John 11 that he loves Mary, Martha, and their brother Lazarus. And so the chapter begins with verse 38. Now as we were traveling along, as they were traveling along, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Now, Martha and Mary, they lived in a town called Bethany. Now, Bethany is a place just outside Jerusalem. And this is also the same place where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. Verse 39. She had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came up to him and said, Lord, Do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. Now, I want to focus on verse 40, where it starts off with, but Martha was distracted with all her preparations. Now, if there's anyone that knows anything about being distracted, it's me. So we'll tell a little story about being distracted. Uh, When I was at high school... um, Our school reports used to come in the mail back then and so every year I used to intercept the mail so my mum wouldn't get it and this one time I came home and it was too late my mum already opened it and she was reading it and then um, I just came in and she goes oh what's this and I said how come it always says every class I had distracted it's either Pili was distracted or Pili was distracting and I said mum that means uh, it means good because her English is not that good so it means that I was interacting. <laughs> it's another word for interacting. So to this day, she still doesn't know. But you know, it, it didn't matter anyway. Because look where we are now. So I'm not saying school doesn't matter. But <laughs> yeah. So what was Martha being distracted from? Well, verse thirty-nine. It says that she had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to His word. So we can see Martha was distracted from sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. So what we're seeing here, church, is a great example of being busy. Some of you might think being busy is a good thing, which it is to a certain degree. Because we live in such a fast-paced life that we tend to have a distorted view of what our real priorities should be. How many of us can say that we use our time wisely? How many of us can say that we prioritize what is important in our life? What is important in our lives? There's a real danger in getting too busy. Not only can it affect our family, but it can affect the most important aspect of our lives. That is our relationship with Christ. Now, if you're too busy working what time do you have for your kids? If you're too busy working, what time do you have for your health? If you're too busy working, what time do you have for God? Now, I'm not saying don't work, because then we'll all be unemployed. But I am saying to get your priorities accurate. And this is exactly what Jesus is talking about in this story. Now, I knew a guy back at school, he was a good friend of mine, and he was a very gifted guitar player. And he finished school and he married, and uh, met a young woman and they got married. And so they served in a church for like five years. And this was his dad's church. And this friend of mine, he, um, he served with his whole heart to this church. He committed himself youth, he was a youth pastor as well, and he was also the youth leader Um, And he was worshipping in the band as well. So it was full on Monday to Saturday and then Sunday church. So he had no time for anything else. During that five years, him and his wife, they grew apart. And it was very sad to see because they were childhood friends. They got married together. And now they ended up being divorced. Now, there's many factors that go into that story. But the main I would say the main cause of that would have to be... um, Exactly what we're talking about here, being over-busy and the lack of, you know, just relationship between him and his wife. And so their marriage broke down, and to this day, they're still divorced. And um, also, to top that off, they left the church. So that was actually, year. that's the negative effects of what it can do, folks. So we can see here there's no point in serving Jesus if you're distracted from Jesus himself. So not only was Martha distracted from sitting at the Lord's feet like her sister was, she was also complaining about not getting any help with her preparations. Now, Martha's frustrations is typical of those type of Christians that start off serving the Lord with good intentions. But after a while, Once you start serving the Lord, it becomes a burden, it becomes a chore, and then you're like, how come I have to always pack up the chairs? (laughs) So Martha pleads to Jesus and says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. Now, that can sound quite normal. I guess we've all been there, especially when your siblings are not helping. But this also highlights the difference in personalities personalities between Martha and Mary. So one seems to be more a people person, more a devotional person, someone who likes to learn. The other sister seems to be more hospitality, hospitality driven, more of a doer, someone who likes to get things sorted. Now, if we were all like Mary then nothing would be done. And if we were all like Martha, then we'd be so busy we'd miss everything else in life. But the Bible teaches that both are important. And both have a place in our lives. In the book of James, it says, we should not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. James 2.18 also states that, but someone will say you have faith. And I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds. And I will show you my faith by my deeds. So according to James, Martha is actually showing her faith through her service. Now, listen to Jesus' reply in verse 41. He says, Martha, Martha. You can see when Jesus repeats Martha, Martha twice, it's like saying, pili, pili. And like this we love your service, we love what you're doing but you're just going about things the wrong way as if he's trying to, to tell Martha gently Jesus says you are worried and bothered about so many things, that sounds like us worried and bothered so again we have another stumbling block and that is having the worries of this world come before our worship of God. You know, the life that we live, we can be so many things in our minds and we can be so worried and busy about everything. And so it doesn't matter if you come to church with one shoe, no shoe, one shirt, no shirt. Because the main thing is we are here listening to the word of God. In Luke twelve twenty-five. It says, can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to the span of your life? No, you can't. If Martha was distracted and worried about so many things in her time, imagine how much more are we worried today in our lives. There is no shortage of things to do in this life. Jesus says in verse 42, But only one thing is necessary. For Martha has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Now, that one thing that Jesus is talking about, it can be found in Psalms 27.4. It says, One thing I have asked from the Lord, that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. These are the words of David. And David is looking for that real relationship with Christ. This is the one thing that should be prioritised in all our lives. Now, Mary is not just a good example for women. No, she's a good example for all men and women. She, is a good, um, she should as, We should all aspire to be like Mary and have the heart of surrender to Christ. This doesn't mean that we neglect our daily duties and everything else in our lives. No, it just means we need to have a great balance in life. So life is made up of balances and we should be living a well-balanced life, just like how we should have a well-balanced diet. (laughs) See, let me talk about diet there for a minute. (laughs) If you eat too much green, you'll be sticks. If you eat too much meat, We need to keep it in the middle, okay? The meat should be the size of your palm. Okay. So, well-balanced diet, just like our our walk should be well-balanced as well. Now, when I say balance, it doesn't mean one foot in Christ and the other foot in the world. It doesn't mean coming to church on Sunday and then you spend the rest of the week living ungodly. If you are... You're in big trouble. That's not balanced. That's called a lukewarm Christian. That's another issue, but uh, yeah. A well-balanced Christian life is spending equal time serving God and sitting at the Lord's feet, hearing His word. Because when we sit at the Lord's feet, it is only then we can hear what we how to serve the Lord. You know, my favorite verse in the Bible is from psalms 119 105 mm-hmm. it says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path mm-hmm. a lamp to my feet how can our feet walk without the lamp mm-hmm. how can we serve the lord without the lamp yes. we need to be hearing the word first before we even walk guys mm-hmm. some of us are walking with no lamp yeah. it is his word that guides our path folks So, like I said earlier on, it was a quick sermon. So closing off, because I don't want to give too much. We want to go home and absorb the information that we have so far. So to finish off, folks, I just want to encourage all the faithful servants here today that serving the Lord is a wonderful thing. And I hope we all have a serving heart like Martha. But we should always be on guard that we don't, get carried away in our everyday life, just do, do, do. Because you end up becoming a doo-doo. <laughs> don't be a doo-doo, guys. Always keep that balance of life. And don't forget to prioritise God, okay? If you're not prioritising God, we have a Bible study for young couples. Yeah. That is every fortnight at my house in Berlin's house. Please see me after this if you're interested. Thank you. Let us pray. Lord God, heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your story of Mary and Martha, that we may learn to just sit at your feet during the times of busyness. We pray for peace in the Middle East, and we also pray for peace in our hearts. We thank you, Lord, for your Son, Jesus Christ, and we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus name and everyone say amen, amen. amen.